everybody, and welcome to this next edition of the Ripple Effect podcast. This is episode five, I believe. It We're is. in episode five. Anything beyond one hand counting, I'm gonna have to start tracking on like a little paper and mm-hmm. just just tagging along. Uh, we're so glad that you're here with us. Thank you for taking your time out to uh, either listen or to watch this podcast. This podcast is all about just letting you know some of the stuff going on behind the scenes at the church, giving you additional information, and another contact point for us and you between the weeks. So thank you for joining us. Uh, this week's podcast is sponsored by... Goldfish. Goldfish! There are snacks of all kinds in this building, some of them which are dipped into between services, Absolutely. but... Between Sundays and Wednesdays and all the other times that kids are in the building, there are snacks, and goldfish are one of the favorites. Absolutely. We're so grateful for goldfish. When I was younger, uh, what we have today with us, we have Rachel, a student minister, and we have Mary, uh, our children's minister. When I was younger, I remember um, dipping into the children's section nursery snacks when I was hungry. Did either of you sneak snacks when you were at church? Yes. Absolutely? Yes. Okay. They only had animal crackers, and they oh. were severely locked away, so you had to have the key and the know-how. So, uh, there was so you usually, couldn't get to it. There were usually Cheerios uh-huh. to be found in the nursery. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember I remember they used to, uh, the church I was at, there was a lady who used to home make the communion bread. That stuff was good. And we would dip into the communion <laughs> bread every now and then, and that we would get in trouble for that. So anyway, goldfish, we were so grateful uh, for Goldfish sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're still waiting for their check, but uh, we are grateful for them uh, sponsoring it. Okay, we have the same format every week. We're going to start with a recap of Sunday services, and then we'll get into TLCC top three, the top three things you need to know this week. Then we have a spotlight where we highlight someone in the church or a specific ministry that you need to know about, uh, and then we end with the blessing of the week. So let's get right to it. Sunday morning, ladies. How was your Sunday morning? It's good. Uh, We are kind of doing a review of the whole scripture, so we're in Genesis and wrapping that up before we move on to Exodus. But the funniest part was um, Justin, who helps me all the time, he's in his 20s, and he's younger and hipper than I am. But uh, I made reference to iPod in in junior worship, and Cam DeFreitas was like, iPod? What in the world is an iPod? What's an iPod? And Justin was like, for just one moment, I felt old. Yep. yep. It happens. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I I remember wanting an iPod so badly. And then I got one from a friend, and I couldn't use it because I didn't have the computer to hook it up to. So I just had this iPod that was useless. Nobody will know the struggle. Um, you're going through what's in the Bible. We are. That's such a great series. It really is. It and it's got music, so it's really catchy, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of humor woven through it. And so every every now and then we go through that again, and it, I feel like it's just a great tool for teaching kids the whole bit picture of yeah. scripture from beginning to end. If you've never done the What's in the Bible uh, series, it's it's great, and I hope your kids are coming home talking to you about it. I know mine are uh, talking about Church Lady. Uh, and the explorers, and all the different characters, the chuck wagon, all the different characters. So anyway, it's a great series. Uh, Rachel, what about you? How was your Sunday? Sunday was good. Elisa Grubaugh taught, and she is a teacher anyway, so she always is fantastic. And she, um, we had a fun game in the beginning, and Alec 
who teaches in the class next door, he was like, you guys are so loud. <laughs> and that was probably my fault because I didn't put the door up correctly. So. <laughs> it was probably true. And they were talking about death in high school, and we were over. In you were being loud. We and... were having the best time. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little difference between death and life yes. right there. So we're, we just started a new series on um, the importance of teamwork. Well, that was what hers was on, and we're going to be doing another things that are important this week and Joel has some pretty fun ideas so you guys should come if you're in middle school middle yeah. school high school doesn't get to have no no <laughs> fun we're talking about death middle school will be fun so you should show up that's awesome shout out to Elisa one of the best softball players out there I think in in, in this whole county I did not know she was so competitive oh until I goodness. got to know her better she is a phenomenal softball player yes. so Elisa shout out to you I can't wait for softball season to start um, so Sunday morning, we talked about, uh, uh, starting our series on core values. And we were talking this, uh, Sunday morning about the core value of uh, embracing the truth. And we focused specifically on Jesus's teachings in John chapter eight, where he says, I am the light of the world. Use me as the example to pursue truth and to shine light on the circumstances that you're going through. And I think sometimes we think about truth as, there's one answer, there's one right or wrong way to go about something. And, and that, there might be cases where that is true, where there is one answer, Jesus is Lord. That's like the one answer. But oftentimes in life when we're looking for truth, it's a little bit more complicated than that. We're dealing with complex situations because we're people and people are messy. And so the encouragement is continue to use Jesus as your lens, as the light that shines on whatever circumstance you're dealing with. And his example and his teachings will guide you through it. So if you missed that, go to uh, tlcc.church and you can see that sermon. I do have to warn you, though. Have you watched it yet? Did you watch I it? I watched it for service. So, so I did this illustration where we turn out the lights and I use flashlights. The cameras did not pick it up very well. It looks like this glowing... Do you remember? In, it's about I was big. I was wondering how it was going to be oh, once terrible. that went off. I did not think about it. Do you remember in class when you would look through a um, microscope at like a single cell amoeba that's what it looked like on the screen like it was like this floating like single cell organism like floating around so brian will mix all of that in the future absolutely yeah if we're gonna do a light or dark thing i have to figure it out so but if you do watch it just know i thought the illustration worked in the service just not not that's online great. Uh, I was just talking about the difference between using our own experiences or knowledge, whatever, as what shines light on what we're dealing with versus using Jesus. And it was the difference between a tiny little flashlight and a really big one. But it didn't show up on screen. So, All right, let's move into TLCC Top 3. Uh, TLCC Top 3. You can go online and look. Uh, hopefully you're a part of the email. You can see different information. But we all know. Let's just be honest. When it's announcement time at church, we just hear Charlie Brown's teacher voice. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, we hear the announcements, we see the screen, but it doesn't always register. So, that's what TLCC Top 3 is about. What are the top three things you need to know coming up this week? Rachel, what's the first one? The first one is the Agape Lunch fundraiser, which takes place right after second service this upcoming Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday, the 12th, Super Bowl Sunday. And just because it's Super Bowl Sunday, you should still come. Mm -hmm. um, it's a fundraiser that we do to raise money for students who are going on trips like CIY or camp. Um, they get a little bit more expensive every year. Camp's pretty reasonable, but CIY gets a little bit more expensive every year. So it's just a way to help 
students raise the money to be able to go on those trips. And it's a lasagna lunch. There will be some other things other than lasagna, um, some sides and... Some gluten-free options. There should be a gluten-free option. If you don't want to have fun, that's fine. Um, we'll I think those are some of my favorite, though, because these kids really love to serve. And watching them really yeah. take their job seriously, whether it's well, serving your food you, or walking around offering desserts. I'll tell you, Preston Savitz walked into my office the other day, and he said, oh, my mom wants me to make sure that I'm on the list. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I have you down on this list already. And so I pull up the Google Doc. And I had assigned him a job, but he was not on my list. So, ah. <laughs> so I just assumed he was doing it because of who he is, I guess. Yeah. So I was like, well, I show already, up because I already gave you a job to do. So. Well, you, and just, you know, for everybody's worried, you will be done in plenty of time to go home and get ready for the Super Bowl. Yes. Right? Yes. Super Bowl doesn't start till 530. They'll give you one less meal you have to make that day. Absolutely. And if you cleaned your house, if you're having guests over, you don't have to get worried about getting it messy for lunch. So it's a win-win for everybody. Yes. Okay, um, the next thing is uh, next Sunday we start a new class called the Core Values of the Restoration Movement. We've been talking about it for a while. Um, go to your app, your um, Church Center app, and sign up for it. It'll be a great class. It happens during the 1045 hour in room 404. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it, and that's a class coming up for you. So that starts this Sunday. It's a four-week class, and it's going to be great. Actually, my event is coming up before your events. Mm -hmm. It's Friday and Saturday. It's Super Start. Ooh. And it's a program that CIY puts on for fourth and fifth graders. Yeah. And it's for some of them, it's their first night away from home, away from family. You know, you're going on your first trip with just your peers and your sponsors. And CIY does an amazing job of teaching biblical truths through drama and and scripture and crowd participation and it's just a really great time so we leave Friday we get back Saturday evening and um, I love watching the kids absorbing God's message for them and this weekend we're talking about feelings how we have them how we manage them how we look for Jesus in them Do you have we, a brochure I, well it's just the graphic it's called unscripted yeah, yeah. it's and cool it's really it. cool yeah, so okay, let me see it I gotta just get it in the camera make sure it's kind of like a hippie almost feel, but you can't, I guess you can't really quite see it, but trusting in God at all times. Yeah. They knock it out of the park. They do a great job with they it. They do. So. And my, my oldest daughter, it will be her first, she's done camp, but we like went and visit her every day. <laughs> It'll be her first time away and uh, we're so, so excited for her to, to get to experience it. And she's really excited. I said, now Emery, you know this is going to be the first time that you're like going to be gone from mom and dad. We're not going to be there. And she's like, yeah. I know, <laughs> and I'm super excited, so she's, she's really ready for it. So anyway, there you go, TLCC Top 3, Agape Lunch on Sunday. We got the class starting uh, on Sunday as well, and we hope you participate in that and be praying for our students and our volunteers that are headed uh, this weekend for Super Start. Okay, now we have the spotlight, and uh, I'm going to ask you to leave. Yes. Uh, not because I don't love you, but I'm going to ask you to leave. Uh, the spotlight of the day. Hang on one second. Hang on. I got to introduce you here. Don't don't rush in. Uh, yeah, drum roll, please. Uh, is someone that you know well and that you love, and someone that we really really appreciate here, and we wanted to bring her on just to share a little bit about who she is, in case you don't know much about her, and to highlight her. So the spotlight of the week is our church secretary, Miss Dawn Beaverson. Welcome her to the studio. Hello. 
Hello. Nice to be here. We are so <laughs> glad to have you here today. I know she had plenty of um, uh, warnings uh, of coming here today. <laughs> Actually, she didn't. Um, but that's that's okay. So, Dawn, you have been the church secretary for how many years? Oh, do you know? I that was I didn't figure that out. I don't know, but it's been a long time. So more than five. Probably fifteen. Fifteen, fifteen ish years. I don't know. Okay, but you've been a part of this church most of your life. Uh-huh. I was born in Moberly, so. Born in Moberly. I have attended Union Avenue Timberlake my whole life. Okay. So. All right. All right. Yeah. So my question, my first question, is. What kind of changes, like how, like what changes have you seen? Maybe not, like, I don't give like specific examples, but how, how have you seen the church change in all of those years from being a kid growing up in it to now like being an adult, you've raised your children through it, you've, mm. you've done like all the things through the church. Like, yeah. what are the big changes you've seen? I'm not sure if it's really the church that's changed as much as maybe me, but Things are a lot less formal now than they used to be. I do remember growing up, Wednesday night, you wore a dress to church. You were very formal. I don't even wear a dress on Sunday morning right now, so. Do you uh, miss the formality? Nope. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, okay. No, that's a good change. Because some people miss so, that. Some I people know. like want to dress up. and They can still dress up. They can still dress up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wednesday night. But I'll be in jeans. Yeah. I, I'll be right. in jeans, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, my second question is, um, what is the most, we're not going to call it difficult, but one of the most mm, challenging parts of your job as the church secretary? Because you, you do more than just secretarial work. Is there, yeah. is there something that you could point to as like, most people probably wouldn't think about this, but this is a challenging part of my job. I'm a people pleaser, so I don't, I don't like to tell people no. Mm. And so I don't like to like answer the phone and people call and need help, need help, want money. Sorry. Or even if it's, you know, something that one of our own families Mm. and can't Can't use the building or I don't know. I don't like to say no. I guess that's my thing. And she has to say no a lot. I mean, we kind of put that on her, unfortunately. Um, We get, I, the church I was at was a much smaller church kind of off the beaten path. So if you didn't know about it, you wouldn't really see it. So we wouldn't get random phone calls for help. But here, it's so visible. More people know about the church. We're getting, we get lots of calls. We do. Like all the time yeah. for people that are wanting help. So, yeah. um, well, I appreciate you. Uh, she says she doesn't like to say no, but I think she's rather good at it. I don't know. It gets easier. Every time. <laughs> the more you say it, the easier it gets. So. Um, okay, so then the final question is, since you have been a part of this church for so long, uh, what is it that you love about this church that will stay with you the rest of your life? This is my family. I mean, yeah. All the people here are my family. If I ever go somewhere else, this will still be my family. Mm. I love all the people. I know they love me. I love seeing them come in the door on Sunday morning. They come right up and give me a hug. I just, I love our people so much. Mm. So. That's great. Uh, Well, thank you for being willing to jump on, and we are so grateful for you and all the things that you do for us and for this church. So many things that most of you don't even know that she does. Uh, She is behind the scenes and and every bit involved in the ministry as anyone that's up front, and so we're so grateful for you. Um, What is, uh, I I guess I've been asking people this, if someone wanted to give Dawn a gift and say thank you for being so amazing, what's something that you, like, appreciate? 
And it, it can't be like a vacation to Cabo I or know. something. That, that can't. <laughs> Yeah. Your husband can do that for you, but like, what's something like that they can give you? I'd or... already thought if you asked my favorite snack food, oh, I'd yeah, yeah, say ice like cream. Ice, ice cream. cream is a hard gift to give, but I, candy's mm. always a good plus, too. Chocolate's always good. Chocolates, so. candies, chocolates, sweets. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No right. vegetables. No vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much thank for being you. on today. We love you very much. All right, well, that is about wrapping it up for this podcast uh, episode today. I just had a blessing of the week that I wanted to give you. But before I do that, uh, Rachel, do you have anything else you want to say? Nope, I'm good. Okay. All right, so I'm going to just read a little bit here uh, from the book of Second Maccabees. When's the last time you read Maccabees? Uh, it's been a while. College. In college? Okay, so... I, ha I got this Bible. Uh, I, when I was doing my master's program, you had to buy this Bible. And so I got the Bible, and I'm reading through it, and it had all of the uh, apocryphal books in it. Mm -hmm. It had all the extra books. And these are books that uh, are considered uh, helpful, considered good, considered filled with some information that may be useful for you, but not considered inspired by God. And there's all sorts of reasons for that. We don't have time to get into it. But I was... Just thinking one day, huh, I've never read through these, or I haven't read through them in a while. So I started reading. And I came across a story in the book of Second Maccabees. Let me just read for you. It's called, it's the story of, it. it's called Refresh. Seven Brothers. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it, I, I don't know if that's the correct term. Uh, it might be a different term. But it's a story about seven brothers uh, during a time of persecution. And they're brought in before the king, and the king starts to torture each of the brothers in front of the brothers and the mom, trying to get them to renounce their faith in God. And each of the brothers makes a statement about how they believe in God and they're not going to give up on their faith. And they encourage their other brothers to do the same. And they each die one by one by one by one. And I'm just, I'm just reading this story and I'm just fixated on it because I have brothers and I'm just imagining myself in this in this scenario and um, and I just wanted to read for you this one part okay so the brothers there and it says when when it was demanded that he come forward he quickly put out his tongue and he courageously stretched out his hands and said nobly not nobly as a name but like yeah. you know with nobility he yeah. says and and he, he's willingly giving them his hands, sticking out his tongue because they were cutting out their tongues. And, and he hears what he said. He said, I got these from heaven, and because of his laws, I disdain them today, and from him I hope to get them back. And that was his mindset was, these hands that I have and this tongue that I have, I got them from heaven, and, and so today I don't have to want to keep them, hang on to them, because... I trust and I pray that one day, even if you take them, I will get them back. And I was just like blown away by this, this mentality that what I've been given comes to me from God. And if, if, if someone else is going to take it, if someone else needs it, if someone else is going to take it by force, God has given it and so he can also provide it. And it makes you think about Job's statement. You know, the Lord gives and he takes away. Naked I came into this world naked I'm going to leave this world it's all for the glory of God and so I, I felt a lot of encouragement from that because just like this brother in 
Maccabee, the book of Maccabees, and just like Job, the conclusion is still the same. Whether I have plenty or whether I have little, blessed be the name of the Lord. And we have all been through circumstances where we feel like maybe we don't have as much as we would want, and we start to wonder, God, are you going to come through? I'm not sure. And then when we have plenty, sometimes we are distracted and we don't think about the goodness of God. So the encouragement this week is God's name is blessed and, and he is the one that is worthy of praise whether we feel like we have enough or not because he is the one that has given us everything and will provide exactly what we need. So if you want to read that story for yourself, it's in the book of 2 Maccabees chapter 7. Oh, I found the title. I wrote it down. It's called Seven Brothers Martyrdom. It's the Seven Brothers Martyrdom. And it's interesting because the mom is the last one to be killed. It's just, and they try to get the youngest one to get, like, to pit against the mom. And it's, it's just, it's so vivid. It's worth a read. So there you go. There's your blessing of the week. God gives and he takes away, but he is enough. And so we can trust in him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, God bless you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Ripple Effect podcast. Have a great day. Yeah. Yeah.